Hello and welcome to Subcultured, a podcast exploring subcultures from around the world. I'm your host and completely butt-naked, Jake Brennan, and I'm joined today by fellow possibly nude people, Joanna Graham. I am not nude. Jacob Abbott. Cool, I could have to that. <laughs> and... And... Ben... Hymans. I hate sand, it's coarse and it's rough and it gets everywhere. Oh, wow. Hey guys, have you ever just wanted to be naked? No. Have you ever, like, <laughs> have you just ever felt clothes are really, really an- get in the way of things? No, literally never. I cannot relate to this episode. I wow. hate it. I ha- I'm going to say this right now. I hate nudism. And I'm not saying I hate nudists. Obviously, you can be into whatever you want. But, like, the idea of being naked is very unappealing to me. I hate being naked. Wow. It makes me feel naked. Well, there's Miss Nevernew <laughs> over here. Jams, what are your thoughts on being just butt naked all the time? Uh, not my cup of tea, I have to say. I mean, I don't like the idea of being naked in my own house. So to have other people around who are naked, sitting on my sofa with bare asses, is <laughs> a bit odd. Like, I know where my ass has been, and I don't want that there. So for someone else, <laughs> you know? Uh... Well, thank you, Never Nude 2. Ben, <laughs> naked. Come on, buddy. I mean, uh, it's, it's kind of a 50-50. In my own home... At a time of the day that I feel should be a comfortable time, like past 6pm, then yes. Like, whenever people would go into their pyjama mode, this this is just my pyjama mode. I don't I don't see, uh, you know, in, in your own home what, what the problem is. So you sleep naked? Yeah. Oh, I can't do that. I really it's can't. So, so cosy, though. No, I get sticky and sweaty and I, like, start, like, attaching myself to, like, the covers more. And it's oh. just, oh, I hate it. I hate it. I don't like being naked. I move a lot in my sleep, I think. Yeah, um, me too. I, like, I don't know about, like, if it's if it's thrashing. It's probably not quite vampire, but <laughs> I feel like if I'm in clothes, I just feel restricted. Like, I want to be able to splay my legs apart if that's just what feels comfortable at the oh. time when I'm in bed. <laughs> just starfish everywhere. Exactly. You can't starfish if you're... You, you know. can. I am a notorious starfisher. My first thing I do in the morning every single day is I will flip upside down in bed and just, like, thrash around to wake up. I'm an eccentric person like that. <laughs> and the idea of doing that naked <laughs> makes me feel really anxious. Everything just, like, going all everywhere. all my bits flapping around and, like, flapping getting around. everywhere and probably making a sound and making oh, like... smells and... Yeah, just, oh, God, I don't want but that. But you're in your own home. What's wrong with making sounds and smells in your own home? I don't home? like them. I don't want them here. <laughs> I am no disgusted. I am disgusted by my own mortal coil. I, I hate the fact <laughs> that I am a human in a human body. If I could just be... I don't know. A brain in a jar. Yeah, a consciousness a jar. in a rock. Yeah, or just like a ghost, then I would be much happier. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even like getting naked to shower. I don't like getting naked to have sex. I am very rarely naked. I am never almost. Nude. I'm not quite a never nude, but I'm almost a never nude. I relish in my own beautiful mortal coil. I've actually committed to do this episode butt naked to kind of see how it affects me. And I feel pretty loose. There's a pause there. We decided going to this, didn't we, that we were going to try recording this naked. Mm-hmm. So, okay, hands up. Who's actually naked? You can't actually see, though, in the audio format, but I'm putting my hand up. You're putting your hand up? Yeah. Um, Anyone I'll, else? I will also put my hand up. It's comfy. I'm comfy. And that's what mm. matters. I couldn't do it. I, I just had a shower before I started recording today, and I was going to do it. I was going to be naked. And the thought of my 
naked vagina touching against my nice velvet stool that I am currently sitting on. <laughs> I was like, oh, why would I do that? Well, God. you can put something down. Like, I'm currently sat on my dressing gown on the chair. Same. It's all about the comfort. You, you do have to take extra steps to improve the comfort, but... Indeed. It's, it's not about comfort that I'm... Wor- like, obviously, I won't be comfortable because I would be naked, and I hate being mm. naked. Oh, this whole, sorry, this episode is just going to be me <laughs> ranting and raving about how much I hate being naked. <laughs> Already on a tangent about how much I hate it. But no, my, my issue isn't being comfortable. It's I don't want to... I don't want my furniture to touch my naked body. <laughs> yeah, same, same. I just wanted to say one more thing before we move on, because on the point about I don't want my naked body to touch my furniture, I also don't want my naked body to touch any of my clothes, and the fact that my clothes have to touch my naked body is repulsive to me. If I could just not have genitals, any kind of human form, I'd be much happier. So is it primarily the genitals, then? Is that your problem? No, it's all of it. Could you go around in the underwear, or is that still Mm. too far? I still wouldn't like that because uh, I get cold really easily, but that would definitely be preferable to being totally naked. Like, I'd much rather have my boobs out than my vagina out. I'm very, like, I don't like having my lower half naked. Well, hopefully by the end of this episode, we might enlighten you to the benefits and joys of today's subject, which, if you haven't guessed already, is nudism. Which, by Wikipedia standards, seems to be people who enjoy being naked. But don't take my word for it, because today, Jacob, you are our national expert on all things naked, flowing, and flapping in the wind. Oh, flowing. Well, yes, it's me. I'm here to talk all about naked people. So, Woo! Was this hard yeah. for you, given that you also don't like being naked? A little bit, yeah. And there's uh, a couple of bits we'll get onto later, which were a bit uh, interesting to read, shall we say. I must admit, I was really relieved when I found out this wasn't <laughs> going to be my topic. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I found plenty of research. Oh, really? Mm. Just being naked? <laughs> Just being I mean, this alone is going to give you insights. I already feel relatively more confident about being naked. Really? I think my theory is by the end of this episode, I will want to be even less naked than I do at the start of this episode. Oh, see, it's, it's, I'm hoping the opposite. I'm hoping you'll see the benefits. I don't the, think uh, I will. The comfort. Yeah. I mean, for one thing, I just can't stop playing with my, like, my muffins. <laughs> you're going to say with your penis. <laughs> I mean, I keep looking down. I'll admit, it's the fact that it's like, there's just stuff to look at now. That's the thing. Like, okay, obviously having boobs, you can play with boobs. Mm. There's lots of fun to be had there. But like, with a vagina, there's not really stuff to play with because it's all tucked away. But like, if I had a penis, I would definitely play with it. I mean, I'm not going to say that's something we're going to stop doing on the podcast, but it just feels a bit sort of inappropriate. That's some Patreon content, if I've ever heard. <laughs> That's some Patreon. <laughs> Moving on, before this gets raunchier than it already is. <laughs> yeah, shall we rein it in a little, kids? <laughs> so tell us, Jabs, what is nudism? Well, what is nudism? Well, nudism, also called naturism, is a cultural movement practicing, advocating, and defending personal and social nudity. It also refers to a lifestyle based on individual, family, or social nudity. Family so, nudity? Oh, yes. God, no! Yeah, that, that's, that's the worst bit, <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I mean, they've, they've all seen it before. I mean, that's true. Oh, my family was quite nude growing up, which is mm. interesting because I'm very anti-nude. But like, my parents would just wander around naked. I don't know about you guys. Did your parents wander around naked? No. Yes. No, no. I, mean, I don't mean in public. I mean in private. In, in the house, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was subjected to that too. 
So naked family, naked kids, whilst naked family, no naked kids. Well, my brother is definitely, I don't want to say he's a nudist, but he almost is. Like, he loves being naked. Obviously, all the nudism went into him. (laughs) Just that's how it, just all of it flowed into him at birth. So, yeah, nudism is, well, what you imagine, really, it's people being nude. It's in the name. You know, no surprises there. But did you know that the terms nudist and naturist are slightly different? Oh, really? Because I always thought they were the same. Yeah, I thought terminology for one versus the other. Well, this is the thing. Things can never be simple. Depending on where you look, people say it's interchangeable and it's fine either way. But some people say, no, there definitely is a difference. This sounds like the sort of thing we could start a war over. Imagine that gang war. (laughs) (laughs) Is that shirts or no shirts? No, wait. Oh, Ah, no shirts or no shirts. Seriously, if you have naked gangs, how do you Mm. recognise which gang is which? Face paint? Body paint? (laughs) I guess. That actually yeah. is, yeah, okay. That was a stupid question. <laughs> no, I feel that was a very valid question that was just answered very, very efficiently. So, I guess instead of the Crips, it'd be the Nips. Oh, nip. oh. Ah, very good. Yeah, very good, very good. Uh, so, so, so what is the difference between a naturist and a nudist then? So, a nudist is someone who generally likes to be naked on private property, so... Proper nudist campsites, resorts, things like that. Mm. Uh, they enjoy the kind of the social structure and the activities that these places provide. So it's all about the kind of the community, you know? You know, the real nudism is the friends we made along the way, that kind of mindset. Because there is, like, there's a massive nudist community, isn't there? Like, they have, like, mm. um, obviously they have beaches and stuff, but they have, like, mm. um, festivals and social events and stuff like that, yes. don't they? Yes, oh, yes, yes, right. and we'll, we'll talk about the, uh, the population of those in a, in a little bit, but... um. Yeah, so uh, so the like being naked, it's the less interested in kind of the spiritual or kind of the health aspects of it. However, at the same time, nudist is sometimes used negatively, as in a kind of a oh, they're just a nudist, not a naturist like kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's goddamn preps. But again, it depends on it depends on who you ask. Obviously, some people are a bit more militant than others. Okay, so then what's a, what's a naturist then? Uh, a naturist is someone who likes to be naked in nature, undisturbed nature, so kind of public land, not behind fences or walls in the same way that a normal nudist would. So, hang on, so they like to be naked around people without their consent? Like, that's part of it. <laughs> Look at my naked body! Take that! It's less showing off, it's more the fact that they just like being in nature, kind of oh, you know, okay. walking, wow. walking in a nice forest, or... Uh, near a lake, and so if they meet someone by mistake, it's not that they're showing off their nakedness, it's just they happen to be naked and they've bumped into you. Okay, so naturists won't, like, go to the Arndale and be naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that'll probably get you arrested quite quick. <laughs> Would they if they could? That's the question. <laughs> so, like I said, they're more individual, they don't need the kind of social structure or the rules, and they're happy on their own. So, you know, the, the cool loner types. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see, I see. It's the kind of jock mm. versus goth. Yeah. Kind of exactly. Of nudity. But there you go. We summed it up. Episode over, everyone. That's the perfect... Uh... <laughs> Wait, we've not talked about penises. We can't oh, finish we'll get yet. On to those. <laughs> we'll get onto those. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so they're more in touch with kind of the nature and kind of spiritual aspect of it, which we can uh, touch on in a minute. Yeah. Uh... That, that didn't even deserve a reaction. <laughs> My mind's just gone there. I'm very giddy. This feeling I'm getting is like a really weird endorphin kick. The nudity's empowering. I don't think it's just the nudity. I think it's the, the whiskey and the nudity. 
Like, the whiskey's Jake, keeping me warm. Jake is on some kind of next level trip right now. <laughs> I mean, I've done I've done drinking with whiskey previous episodes. I thought the port would have upped my game, but it turns out no whiskey. Whiskey and being butt naked. Whiskey and my dick. Yes. I like to think it's more than that. I'm more than just a penis, Joe. Thank you. Are you though, Jake? It's, oh. it's my muffin tops. These things are gold. I could get used to this whole nudist thing in my own home. Ben, you're onto something good here. Exactly, that's where I get all my power from in the afternoons. You, you take off your clothes and it's like you get a brand new lease of life. Photosynthesis kicks in, you're good to go. Now, I had an ex who was into being naked, and he said that the best feeling in the world was when the weather is like so perfectly temperatured that when you take mm. your clothes off, it feels like the same as if you're wearing clothes, like the weather is just so perfect. Can anyone who likes being naked confirm if that's the best feeling ever? I can't say that I've clocked that as a feeling, so I'm I'm going to go with no. Now, the best thing about it for me, I'm quite a warm person. Right. Um, so it's a really great way to cool off as well. I think that's the best thing, is when, when you're too warm, and then you take it all off and you can feel yourself cooling down. I quite like being cold, though. Like, I'll quite happily go barefoot through the snow. Oh, mm. fuck that. I hate being cold. Ugh. So why do you reckon people do it? I mean, I'm getting a rough idea why people are doing it now. But, Jeb, what have you found people's reasons for this? Well, part of the reason is exactly what you just said. They feel more relaxed, more, in your case, energetic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's giddy with penis. Drunk. He, mean, he means drunk. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is this is something that crops up a lot. People saying, I'm sure you saw this, Jake, in your own research, this idea of they just feel just more relaxed and more themselves mm. being naked. It just feels right in a way. There's a lot of body positivity about mm. it as well. Mm. Like I think I'm quite I mean, I'm generally quite confident in my round, flabby form in general. That's the power mm. of my ego and whiskey. But I could <laughs> definitely see it's like being comfortable to be naked and other people to see you naked must take a lot of balls, pardon the pun. Like, I don't think I could do it, but you must be so super chill to just be, like, walking around and be like, sup, here I am. I actually don't mind other people seeing me naked. That's not what bothers me. It's, I just don't like being naked. Okay, okay. Ah. See, I'm I'm not a huge fan of other people seeing me naked, but I do prefer to be naked. I find it more comfortable. Huh. See, we're just opposites. Yeah. But I guess if you run hot, it does make sense, because I, I run cold. It's it's a combination of yeah. that, and I'm... This is going to sound awful when we're talking about naked people, but I'm quite a flexible person. So You my, are, I remember. <laughs> you're really flexible. My my go-to sitting position is, like, cross-legged. Yeah, and it's And men's clothing does not accommodate a cross-legged sitting position. So maybe maybe I'd be more comfortable in clothing if we had manly yoga pants. Maybe that's what I need. Honestly, yeah, because I wear leggings all the time. I like refuse at this point to wear anything but leggings. They are so comfortable. And I also sit cross-legged, and I think that might be part of the reason why, because like jeans and trousers, you can't compare. The amount of trousers I've ruined by trying yeah. to sit cross-legged. and Crotch just, holes. Just crotch holes. Yeah, the worst. totally, yeah. So saying clothes in themselves have a level of just super not fun restriction. I would never say that clothes are like particularly comfortable. Like even my most comfortable clothes. I spend most of my time in pyjamas. But even they, I mean, they could be comfier. Jab, do you mention there were health reasons behind this? Yes, I think you've mentioned a couple there. The kind of the tightness, kind of restrictive clothes. They argue that clothes can lead to certain health problems. So pinched nerves, rashes, acne, 
things like that. Obviously, if you're wearing face skinny jeans, it definitely uh, <laughs> definitely adds up. That's not good for the grandkids. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And also, of course, if you're going outside naked, you're going to get your vitamin D. That's true. <laughs> See, I just take a supplement. I don't need to be naked. Well, I mean, you're sensible, but... Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, a large part of it as well, depending on obviously who you ask, is the kind of the spiritual side of it, which I touched on earlier. And this was it was very interesting to look at. To me, you know, without being judging, it is slightly odd. Are we talking about? I did see a trend recently online, which was absolutely hilarious, which kind of covers both the spiritual and the getting vitamin D. Is sunning your perineum? I believe it's called. Yes, I've heard this. I've yes, the photo of she's just on the back with yeah. her ass just pointing to the sun. I must admit that does sound quite nice. The thought of a sunbeam touching my pussy is like, oh yeah, okay, I could be into that. There is something like special about like when you go on holiday, you you get those sun rays. You can almost feel it, like yeah. that the health benefits yeah. until you start burning horrendously because I'm quite yeah. pale. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, you don't want sunburn on your genitals. Oh. Please, community, if you have ever received a <laughs> butthole sunburn, uh, please just message in. Let us know how it feels. Give us some insight. Please, no evidence. Do not need evidence. Oh, imagine wiping. Oh. oh, oh, or pooping, to be honest. Oof, not good. No. Not good. Let's just take a moment to think about that for a second. <laughs> Two minutes silence for the sunburnt anuses <laughs> in the world. Oof. Oh, God. It's just like a, a bad curry. We're going off topic. Let's yes, come on. Yes. We're, we're, we're an informative podcast, guys. We're Let's talking, talking about, about spirituality, and I, I'm interested in this because, <laughs> like, obviously, as I said, I hate being naked. I'm going to keep saying this. Really don't like being naked. But I must admit, I like the idea of, like, wandering around a forest being naked. Like, that sounds nice. I don't want to do it, but I wish I did want to do it. What if it's like all the humans, every sentient being in the world is gone? No, I, that's not the issue. I don't like being naked. Ah. It's, I literally don't care. People can look at me naked. I've sent pictures of myself naked to lots of people. That's not the problem. <laughs> I just don't like being naked. I want to deconstruct this for a second, Memo, because yeah. the problem of being naked in your house was touching your furniture, not wanting to <laughs> to sully it with your with your taint, no pun intended. With your yeah, taint! But that's true. But in, in a forest environment where... It's all all natural, all free. You, you know, you don't have to worry about touching things and then them being soiled forever. You go to a wooded area, kit off in the car, go for yeah. a wander around, kit back on before you touch anything in the car and back about your day. What's the problem there? I don't... <laughs> because that doesn't meet any of your previously stated criteria. Right. So the issue is, okay, I, I don't know how to talk about this without just getting really personal. I've got quite <laughs> big thighs and they rub together when I don't wear clothes. So that area, that kind of that crotch zone gets sweaty if I don't have clothing to kind of suck up the fluids. So the thought of like okay. wandering around naked is just gonna like all that flesh like rubbing together. Can you hear this? But again, yeah. that's that's very much a temperature related problem. I feel. I, I think if you were out in nature no, I'd be cold and sweaty. Day, the cold might be a problem. I mean, I, I can understand that. I just get sweaty um, really easily and cold powder. really easily. I could try talcum powder. I I have kind of tried that before and it didn't really do much. Also, then you're naked and dusty. Mm. <laughs> naked and dusty. <laughs> uh, I feel like that could be a TV show. <laughs> naked and dusty. That'd be our next Patreon stack in the daddy tier. Naked and dusty. I think the the result of this episode is going to be that I need therapy. 
<laughs> I, I have I've got thing. issues. We, we <laughs> might have an idea for the icon for this image, which is just a uh, big old thing of talcum powder. <laughs> hey, yes, yes. Just to get back on the topic of spiritualism for just a second after that mm. lovely uh, sunburn segue. Yeah, oh, very good, very good. So, yeah, the kind of spiritualism, it's this kind of, they really like this idea of kind of being in nature in your, your most kind of natural, almost primal state, kind of just mm. stripping off all the layers. No makeup, no clothes, no kind of society. It's just you being kind of one with nature and the earth. There's something quite fun about being primal. I find that more upsetting. I'd rather be naked in my own home, mainly because I have this irrational fear. If I'm naked somewhere, especially outside, Mm. what if spiders touch my genitals? Oh, what lays an egg on it? I mean, it is the one thing they prey on. What about (laughs) if you sit on the grass? The grass is going to go up your bum. Or ants. Or a stick. Oh, or a stick Ooh. or ants, or all three. Mm. Oh, at the same time. There's definitely a, a series of questions following this later on of how do you prep for this? I've got one real um, quick question, then about the whole religious aspect. Maybe this is a question we need to carry into more episodes. Would Jesus have done it? Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Easy. Oh, actually, then again. Oh, he was at one for modesty. He was in defeat, though. I think he'd be pro-choice, wouldn't he? He'd just be like, whatever you want to do that makes you feel good. Yeah, I like being naked, but you don't have to be. That's Jesus being cool. It was like he was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, kind of religious aspect, Ben, that seems to be kind of quite a part of this, which is, I was quite surprised at. There's quite a, like a Christian outlook to this. You see a lot of things while they're talking about walking into the garden of God's beautiful creation, kind of stripping off like almost like Adam and Eve in a way. Were they nude or were they never nudes? They, they had that little leafy underwear. It depends what kind of like primary school religious textbooks you got. The Bible? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, got, I got a picture book. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> so you got the, kind of the Christian side, but then you got more of like a, an energy, an aura, like a chakra, kind Ooh. of balancing kind of side mm. as well. So it's a, a strange mix of the two. And um, there's a lot of talk about almost like meditating out in nature and kind of just being one with kind of the environment and one the world. And I thought that was very interesting. I thought, you know, I, I could sort of see that. And then I read an article about naked meditation walks. And it started off nice. It was, find a corner surrounded by green plants. Best times at morning or dusk when nature is most beautiful and mysterious. Close your eyes, touch the leaves, all this kind of stuff. And you go away through it. It sounds lovely. Let the awareness inspect all your parts of the body. Go up from your feet. If you get stuck in the way, for instance, at your genitals, just linger there until you're <laughs> ready to move up. If you're a man and get an erection, let it strut. When it all falls down, Let you need to move forward. Yes. I'm yes. sorry. And how do you? How do you let a penis strut? I genuinely want to see a strutting penis. I mean, it's it's you know you get it up there. I think you have to do the strut, but it'll just sort of sway side to side like a flagpole on a ship. I thought just maybe it was thrusting, like that's just or jacking off. I don't know. Anyway, how about we take a second, just let everything hang out in the wind, and go for a wee break. A wee break? Are we doing this naked? Um, if you want. You have to be careful as a man pissing naked, because if you piss into the wind, that is a mistake you will uh, you will be regretting for the rest of the trip. Yes. And I cannot promise you will not be arrested. So, Jabs, if I was to commit to this being knackered in my own home full time are there rules i need to feel like i need a guide for this i can't just walk around butt naked all the time 
Well, yeah, there is actually quite a lot of rules when it comes to, especially resorts and places where you just meet up. Things which are obvious, like uh, don't stare at people. Try to mm. maintain eye contact, obviously. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously yeah. you're going to peek a little bit, but, you know, try to look them in the eye, you know, show some respect. That's kind of the main thing. Surely taking a quick peek and maybe commenting on it is showing respect. Like, hey, hey, buddy, nice penis. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the thing. A lot of them say don't be too sexual doesn't have to be sexual just a general compliment like hey nice nice shoes nice tie nice penis <laughs> nice pair of hips on you great elbows mm. nice balls there mate of course as well but the question which i'm sure you've all been wondering what happens if you get an erection i'm guessing they're quite nice about it and they're like well these things happen yeah well, that seems to be the way the american association for nude recreation suggests if you do get a boner to <laughs> cover your waist with a towel that's not going to do just much good, it though, is it? Just way more obvious. No. <laughs> You're doing a magic <laughs> trick. Whoa, look at this. I can make the towel move. Can you just, like, put a hat on it or something? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like you're making an effort. You're not just going, way, look at this, lads. I'm kind of flopping it around everywhere. <laughs> Knocking people people's drinks over as you scoop past Slap against it the table. against things, yeah. Press their doorbell with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> oh, but um, one... Um, a bit of etiquette which I really liked was um, talking about kind of naked sports and things like that. Uh, and it says, in volleyball, it's quite common to give your partner a smack on the butt if he or she scores a goal. If it's not your wife, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just comes in the general rules of sexual harassment, right? Uh, yeah, I think that would apply whether or not you were playing it nude. <laughs> yeah, I, I think on the general rule, is it sexual harassment? Yes or no, regardless of clothes, sounds to be a kind of a a go-to, right? Mm, I guess so, but you know, it's always good to have it in writing just in case. You know? <laughs> just in case. Just, just in, in case. case. Just in case. So how many people do this? The obligatory question of, is this bigger than the population of Wales? Ah, the classic. Well, do you know offhand what the population of Wales is? Three million. Very good. Is it? Very good. Was oh, it right? Three, well, 3.1, but let's round up. I mean, we did accidentally assume it was the population of the mammal whales. <laughs> I would whales. like to apologise to the uh, 0.1 of a million of uh, the population of whales, but Jacob has just denied <laughs> existence by rounding down. <laughs> ben, ben the Welsh, it doesn't matter. 100,000 people. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wow. So, so how many people do it then? How many How many of us well, are there? Well, this is the thing, really. It's quite difficult to nail down exactly, uh, which we'll get onto in a second. But in England, according to the British Naturism Briefing Paper of 2017, it's around 1.2 million people. But it could be double that. They say it's the same as the Church of England membership, which I thought was a uh, an interesting no. comparison to make. So wow. England alone is... If you if you do think it's double, then that's going to be uh, two point four million. So that's close enough to Wales. So more people like to be naked mm-hmm. than to listen to Jesus telling them to be naked. Well, I don't think Jesus is actively telling them to be naked. <laughs> He's telling them to get drunk. Yes, having a bit of, uh, <laughs> a bit of old Jesus blood every and week. not be rich. Yeah, don't be rich. Get drunk naked. So really, this does answer the question of you know. In a fight, it wouldn't be skins versus skins. It would be skins versus robes. That would be the fair fight, but big football match to end all football matches. With Jesus as team captain. Nude versus church. <laughs> Coming to a theatre near you. It's kind of like man versus food. <laughs> oh. So you were saying America. Yeah, so when you hit America, this is when I start to notice something here. So 
Uh, apparently, according to the American Association for Nutrient Recreation, again, there's only 30,000 members of this group. And this is one that covers kind of all of North America. But that seems very small. So what I'm thinking yeah. is happening here is there's official nudists and there's people who do nudist things. Unlicensed nudists. Mm. Basically, mm. yeah. Uh, and I saw a kind of an article talking about, depending on various polls and what you actually consider a nudist. So if you like being naked at home, are you a nudist even if you don't call yourself a nudist? Uh, if you sleep naked, are you a nudist? And if that is the case, and you do kind of count those people, you're talking about 15 to 30% of the population? I mean, wow. this actually reminds Jeez. me of a... It was a YouTube video I saw some time ago. Don't quote me on the show or the statistics here. I think it was Conan O'Brien asking people on the street if they'd ever performed any sort of nudist type acts like swimming naked, stuff like that. And I think he got response of about four out of five people had done. Wow. Well, I mean, it's not even a subculture anymore. It's a culture. Well, no, it's a, it's a lifestyle. An uh, entire movement, really. One of the big things I think that could contribute to America is the size of it. So you, you can have those small gatherings of people where you do this sort of thing much easier. Like One of the things that I keep going back to is how much of a thing, oh, skinny dipping with your friends is in American mm. films. That's not something that you're, you're really able to do in England because oh, no. I don't know where you'd go to do it. There's not any body of water secluded enough. There's nothing warm enough either. You haven't got like a nice California beach. No. I mean, it's quite warm in here and I'm freezing my tits off. <laughs> so we've got a fair amount of people that have been doing this. But this surely... When did this start? Because obviously it's like shame, or whatever people want to refer to it as, came in at some point and told us we all have to restrict ourselves to the bondage of clothes. But when, you know, when were the first official nudists? That depends on what you count. Because we could go back to prehistory and talk about when man became homo sapien and all the fur fell off and we were naked, we could go down that route. But nakedness has been culturally accepted in various cultures in various time periods. It's kind of throughout human history, essentially. There's been some kind of movement or love of being naked. For instance, we had the, the ancient Minoan civilization, which is from the Isle of Crete. Men generally just wore loincloths and women wore dresses with open fronts. Hey! Yeah, tits, just whip them out. Tits, tits, tits. Yeah. Lads, lads, lads. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the obviously the, the big one, the one that everyone knows, ancient Greece, obviously. Mm. We had uh, the Olympics naked, and they had this real obsession with aesthetics and kind of nudity was associated with kind of perfection of the gods. And if you look at the statues at the time, all the gods were ripped. And it's like, <laughs> that is true. They did love a good naked statue. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the gods were ripped, but they weren't that well endowed. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of small dicks, let's talk about the Romans quickly, because obviously you had ancient Greece at the same time you had the Romans. So while Greece had this love of nakedness and kind of liked it, Rome was completely the opposite direction. Which is strange when there's two kind of main powers right next to each other that have such a huge difference. But um, they saw it as really offensive and distasteful. The prudes. Mm, Basically, yeah. Because if you're a citizen, of course, if you're a slave, that didn't really matter. But the Romans saw public nakedness as being associated with kind of defeat and war and slavery because when they used to defeat people they would strip them completely naked and sell them as slaves naked yikes so Heck. buyers could inspect them for defects and all this kind of thing so to them it had this real kind of it's very shameful to be naked out in public but while the romans didn't like real dicks they did love themselves some statue dicks <laughs> 
If you remember back in episode five, I believe, which was Detectorists. Oh, yeah! We talked about a little dick amulet. Yeah, found in Horncastle! Exactly. Good old, good old Horncastle. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Have we told the, uh, <laughs> the Artigues authorities that it was actually just Joe's and she just dropped it when she moved? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, so doing my research for this, uh, I found out that those are called fascinium, uh, which is the word, where the word fascinate comes from. And so, yeah, so they hated real nakedness, but they would wear little dicks around their necks because they believe that <laughs> it would ward off supernatural forces and evil. So wow. does that mean yes. when your nan turns up to a wedding with a fascinator on her head, it actually means mm-hmm. dick hat and it should be Basically. much more phallic than it is? Yes, <laughs> essentially, That's disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see people at weddings with dick hats. Well, next wedding, we'll make sure to bring a whole mess of dick hats. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Oh, and also as well, this is the one which really made me laugh. Ancient Rome had these statues of the god Priapus, I think his name is. Yeah, I gotta admit, I saw this in the notes, and I've been on Google Images for the past half an hour looking at pictures. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of old Priapus? Oh, man, I mean, he's got a massive dick. Mm-hmm, Wait, how'd mm-hmm. you spell this? P-R-I-A-P-U-S. Priapus. Okay. Whoa! Hello! Sometimes he's got flowers on his dick. Sometimes he's got, like, fruit on it. It's always massive. It's always I'm erect. Really enjoying this picture of him, where it's being supported by some kind of crane pulley system. <laughs> he's got a big dick. What do you expect? There's there's a statue here where he's literally holding up a basket of fruit with his donger. Oh, but hold on, I need to flag something that's that makes me physically quite ill. He's mm-hmm. wearing shoes. Oh, he's wearing shoes. <laughs> Here, purse. It's sandals, and he's not got socks on. It could be worse. Oh, he's just a flasher. Look at him. He's just so like, look at my big donger holding up this basket of fruit, ladies. Whoops. Arrest that man. Well, I mean, if you could lift up an entire basket full of fruit with your knob, would you? I think you probably no, would. No, yes. that's just a once. crime. Well, is it? That's low? an erect is penis. It? That's not okay. Uncircumcised as well. Oof. Snagging. Uh, speaking of crime and legality, I've read somewhere that there's a card you can have. That declares you like you're. People refer to them as a card-carrying nudist, which first begs the question: Where does the nudist carry the card? <laughs> but but second, you know, in the UK, what does oh, I need to do legally to become a nudist? Is it okay? Isn't it? I don't know the rules. Well, this is really interesting. This is kind of shocking, almost. In the UK, it's not actually an offence to be naked in public. What? Mm, really? Yeah, obviously they can get you on various things. So there's section 66 of the Sexual Offences Act if you're kind of getting naked to cause offence or shock or distress. So How is... can they prove that, though? Well, that's the thing. Looking on the Crown Prosecution Service website, they say it's kind of really difficult and it, it's kind of a case-by-case basis. So to quote them, a balance needs to be struck between the naturist right to freedom of expression and the right of the wider public to be protected from harassment, alarm and distress. So. Uh, it's kind of a grey area, really. Basically, it depends on did someone complain or not from the sound of it. Yes, yeah. I'm assuming if there's kids involved or nearby, that's obviously going to affect it a lot more than I was walking through the woods and someone naked was a mile away. Yeah. And I saw their ass, you know. But basically, don't be a narc, man. God. <laughs> <laughs> don't knock on my knob, yo. <laughs> let me be free. Let me swing and let my nips touch the wind, fam. <laughs> Do you ever feel like a nipple in the wind? 
<laughs> my nipple playing hoop a loop with the wind. I feel like a nipple in the wind every single day. So we've gone through the legal stuff. So I kind of, I know what I am. I know mm-hmm. how I can do it legally and get away scot-free. Mm-hmm, feel mm-hmm. great. But, you know, what other things can I do? I mean, walking's one thing, but I feel, is there anything else you can do as a nudist? Or is it just whatever you do but naked? Well, yeah, technically you could do whatever you want naked. I probably wouldn't recommend working in a lab naked or, you know, something where you might hurt yourself. But um, yeah, so there's various things you could do naked. I think one of the the most famous ones is the World Naked Bike Ride, if you've ever heard of that. What? Yes! I said, I've witnessed this twice in Manchester. Really? Very, this is very regular. What? What do you think? Definitely a thing to watch. I think after a while, you stop seeing stuff. Like I think even up to this long in the episode, I've stopped staring at myself. And I'm, you just kind of just see... You acclimatise. Flesh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. However... Exactly that. A bike accident in the nude sounds like oh, the geez. worst thing ever. Oh! How humiliating. Like, your head is cracked open, you're bleeding from your skull, and you're probably going to die, and you're like, this is how I die! I'm more just worried, like, if you come off on a road and you, you scrape yourself along the pavement a bit, the, the skin can oh. come off many more places than normal. Oh. But what if you, like, it gets caught in somewhere in a bit of a pileup? You've seen t- when Tour de France goes bad. Oh. That's a pileup. Oh, I, and I just would not want anything to... There's got to be so much health and safety. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. You'd hope so, at least. See, I remember uh, reading an article when we first announced that we were going to be doing this episode, and it was like, things Mm. you can do naked. And it was like really boring stuff, like check your emails. Like stuff I do not want to do fully clothed, let alone naked. (laughs) Yeah, that was odd. Uh, I read this article as well. It's from the good old people at Cosmopolitan Magazine. (gasps) Of course. Cosmo! 30 things you absolutely must do naked. Is it cooking on the list? Um, no. Oh, uh, well, God. We'll, we'll talk about cooking in a second, but yeah, these are the things they said. Catch up on your emails. Handwrite eh? letters to friends. Order a pizza. Think about your life choices. <laughs> <laughs> that one seems kind of meta to me. That seems like the kind of... That, that's a I like this last one. Convert all your CDs to digital. <laughs> yeah. What? When it comes to what? ordering a pizza in the nude, like, how far from the process do you stay nude? Are you answering the door naked when the pizza arrives? Oh, part of the thrill. I'm sure the pizza boy would have something to say about it, but you can have a go. So, what is different about doing these things with clothes versus doing them naked? I'm a little bit confused of why apparently the other I must do naked. Yeah, why should I check my emails while being naked? What's that going to contribute to things? I mean, I have for this entire thing, and I've had no extra thrill than normal. You say that, but I've definitely noticed a bit of extra thrill in your voice. Oh. And definitely during the start, like, if you went onto your, your emails and you were a bit giddy because of the liberation, maybe you'll get through it faster. Mm. Maybe you'll uh, be a bit more pleasant to the, the pen pals you're mailing. So, podcast whilst naked. That's what's what I take away from this. Should be a thing. That's what we're going to do from now on. Every recording from now on, I will be but nude every episode Fine. now viewers i i want to add to this list cooking naked can be a liberating experience but please really? learn from my mistakes wear an apron <laughs> yeah that's oh. not really naked though oh, then is it no. well i don't know there's a fine line to be drawn is an apron a piece of clothing is it more a safe thing like if you were if you're going to be on the phone you can have a phone to your head and still be naked yeah, the phone's not the same as an apron <laughs> 
That's totally different. It's like, okay, so loincloth, that's clothing. You can't say someone wearing a loincloth is naked. So similarly, mm. you can't say someone in an apron is I, naked. I don't know. It depends on the apron. Maybe if you get a clear one, you can maybe pass but it But if you put a sticky note on you, hiding everything, would you be naked? That's a big sticky note. <laughs> a lot of small sticky notes. <laughs> yeah. People make clothing or have weird the, things. Just the one. <laughs> would you wear oh. a sticky note pair of trousers, Joe? Say that again. A sticky. If somebody <laughs> made you a pair of trousers purely out of sticky notes, would you wear them? Um, no. I'd be worried about the paper cuts on my oh, my oh, private parts. Oh, yeah, that would be worrying. Oh, that would be bad. That's the thing. Like, I, I just, I don't see. That's one of the main things I don't like about the idea of being naked. Is like you're so much more vulnerable to any injury. Like, and your parts just out there flapping around. Like, if you've got pets, like I used to have pet cats. And they would love to play with anything dangly. So I'm just saying, like, it's not a good idea. One of the things that really made me think about the nude dining experience, you know, is how careful you have to be. What do you mean? Well, I, I found a little quote here. Nude or naturist dining requires a greater margin of coordination and control. Without a bra and with a well-endowed chest reaching, even a little may result in your breasts in the marinara sauce. Oh shit, yeah. I hadn't considered that because my breasts aren't that big. But yeah, I can imagine that would definitely be an issue if you had like big old titties. Philip, I've dipped a titty in the soup. (laughs) (laughs) Although, how fun would it be to like suck soup off a tit? I mean, if boiling hot soup spat at my chest, I wouldn't be thinking, let's get that sucked off right now. I'll be thinking, hot diggity fuck, this hurts. (laughs) Yeah, like if you drop any hot food straight into your lap, it's no longer just an issue of, oh, my trousers are stained. It's an issue of, oh no, my balls are stained and also mildly burned. Well, you better not hope that like, it's spicy as well. Can you imagine that? Something oh, spicy God. on your genitals. Ouch. What would be the worst food to drop on yourself when nude? Vindaloo. You don't want a Vindaloo Vagoo. You do not want that. <laughs> it would fall, it would seep in, it would be spicy. <laughs> You'd just Marvelous. be sat there, like, legs akimbo, trying to pour milk on it, stop the burning. It wouldn't help as much as you'd want it to. The smell would be interesting, wouldn't it? Ooh. Like, the smell of genitals mixed with the smell of curry. I can't even imagine. I can. Oh, really? I mean, I think I can. I'm going to probably give that a try later. Yeah? You ever had, like, yeah. a sarg paneer? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think that's, like, a more appropriate curry for nudity? Well, or? I'm just more thinking think... of the smells. That's like, that's like a curry and cheese. Oh, no, that's not good. I would definitely go for a korma. You know, okay, it's not a traditional curry, but it's quite British. It's quite mild. You know, it's not too spicy. It's quite yeah, creamy. Yeah. You know, cream, <laughs> genitals, that's erotic. <laughs> you coconut oil, that's quite a common thing that people use. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll keep this in mind when I'm cooking tea after this recording. And I think let's call it there, gang, because I've learned a lot about you guys. I never knew... And know that I needed to know up until this point. But overall, I don't know about you guys, but I felt very liberated and very upbeat about this whole situation. And my hat's off to anyone who has the nads, or not the nads, to be able to do this in public. Because my days, I am cold! Whiskey did nothing! (laughs) Remember people, if you go down to the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. (laughs) Very good, very good. But before we go, Joe, have you changed your mind on this? Are you still for the hatred? I'm going to get some Indian takeout tomorrow and I'm going to eat it fully clothed. 
Oh, I have not been boo. converted. I fucking hate being naked. I'm sorry, I do. Same, Look, anyone same. listening at home, if you also don't like being naked, let me be your representation. Tweet in. Let us know. Your team, <laughs> no, no, Rome. No, 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 no. Team Greek. Team Rome. Team Greek. Don't listen to Joe. She's got the jean shorts on in the shower. She's a never nude. I've seen your kind <laughs> in Arrested Development. <laughs> never nudes. Oh, wonderful. Anyway, thank you everyone for sitting through this. I can imagine our subscriber base is going to fucking skyrocket after this episode for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you guys for sharing your intimate details with us all today. We are the Subcultured Board of Tourism and we apologise for this message. Let's see how to describe this. It's kind of like a bird made of dicks.